What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's iteration of the 215 Human Podcast. I am Dylan Campbell with my esteemed co-host, Matt Kerwin, Michael Fulp, and our special guest, Paul, who works alongside Matt in the Phillies ticketing department. Paul has been described as a great baseball mind. I'm sure he is. Um, but we're happy to have him. Always happy to have more input on the pod. And here we are a week or so away from pitchers and catchers reporting. And it's getting pretty exciting. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Be careful hyping me up too, too much. Don't, don't give me too big a head. I'll, I'll take it and run. <laughs> for, for those listening, uh, recognize that voice. That is uh, the new addition to the show, Paul. He uh, is here for this episode. I like that um, I don't get a last name either. I like just being Paul. I think you're that's you're like Beyonce. Yeah, you're exactly. like Beyonce, exactly. Rihanna. <laughs> one one word, one name. Um, so obviously, uh, a few things have been coming up in uh, the baseball world and uh, the Phillies world in general. Um, I think to start off the show, we should address the DFAing of Sam Coonrod mm. and him being picked up off waivers uh, by the New York Mets. I think that should be the first thing we should address. Um Michael, Paul, Dylan, how do we feel? Who would like to uh, start first on their thoughts on uh, the DFA? Do you want me to take it? I'll take yeah, it. I mean, go I, ahead, Paul. I, love, I worked I love in minor it. league ball last year, and Sam Coonrod made a few rehab appearances down at the high A level um, for the, against the team that I was working for. And let's just say he didn't look good. <laughs> um, mm. I mean, like high A bats where we're, we're making hard contact off of this guy. Really? Granted, rehab starts. Um, wasn't a wasn't exactly you know his best stuff of the day. He's more getting back into the rhythm of it. But I wasn't a big big fan of him even at the at the major league level. I mean, it's not like the guy was was necessarily lighting the world on fire. And I think especially coming into this season, there's not a whole lot of space for him in the bullpen anymore. Yeah, that's a, <clears throat> that's a really great point, Paul. Um. Culp, what do you think? Um, I'm kind of happy we DFA'd him. I after <laughs> some serious thought, as Paul said, he was getting shelled a lot, making during his rehab starts. So, in conclusion, great move. What an argument! I love it, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to hear. I think it's more a testament to how good our bullpen is because. I think I was one of the one of the people that after that 21 season, you know, Sam Coonrod's like that really lengthy NBA player who you're hoping is going to develop a jump shot and doesn't. You know, you mm. fall in love with the body and the prospect of someone who throws 98 with movement and has really seemingly plus stuff and he didn't bring it. And I'm I, I'm a little frustrated that we didn't at least give him a shot because everyone knows my, you, know, you guys know my thoughts about Bilotti and some of the other lower tier bullpen pitchers. Um, but at the end of the day, if you know, they, they know a lot more about baseball than I do, right? Like the Phillies organization. And if they saw after last year, after not bringing him into the playoff picture, when he was healthy again, if you see, hey, he doesn't have it anymore. And he doesn't look like he has it anymore. And if he's getting, like Paul said, shelled at the high A level, and it doesn't matter how, you know, you have to trade off production for potential at some point. And how, how much, how in love you can get with 
what he has or what he could have. If that's not matching the on-field value, you gotta you gotta ditch him. So I'm excited to see who kind of comes, you know, up behind him and in the place of of filling out the bullpen. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that you know, it seems like it's more of an accepted. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. DFAing rather than yeah. like, why the hell did they do yeah, that? It's, it's not a massive. Like, um, I think that's. <laughs> No, right, because I mean they they have they went out and signed and or traded for Gregory Soto, you know, Craig Kimbrell, and um, did we get anyone else? Yeah, we did Matt Strom. Uh, so it's like those three arms really have come up and filled out our bullpen and are much higher uh potential and ceiling people than someone who's coming off an injury who just never really got ramped up. My concern is you know, Philly's luck with X players, like Darren Ruff was not great. Darren Ruff, <laughs> the last couple seasons has had some sparks of insanity that I don't really understand as a 34 or 35 year old. To be fair, he had a, he had a, that spark come from Korea. Okay. He had to go overseas. That's to true. Find it. I don't think Kumrod's going to find it. But <clears throat> he's going to, he's going to get meted. I'm making that up. He's going to get meted over there. Well, yeah. I'm an all-star. There's, <laughs> or he's going to become an all-star. There's, it's there's, either or. Dude, there's, there's, the stock really is going to be fantastic. There's, I mean, yeah, that that's the thing. And, you know, I kind of just feel like, you know, everyone on this podcast, Paul, I've also uh, explicitly told you my theory. Pitching is cursed in Queens. It's just yes. a thing. It just doesn't happen. So we'll see what happens to X-Met pitchers, such as, you know, Zach Wheeler, who's been phenomenal for us ever since we got him and i'm very thankful for that um and i i'm sure all of us are actually um but i think you know kind of segueing into more of the bigger events that are approaching as dylan said seven days away from spring training um i think that outside of that you know when it comes to spring training with the phillies we have a lot to look forward to, especially since we made the trade for Soto. We've lost two bench bats, such as uh, Veerling and Maton. But now we've also we brought in Josh Harrison. And, and obviously that's been a really huge, uh, a huge addition in the sense that he's just, you know, a veteran utility bat who has had a lot of success. Shout out to Culp for reminding me of the of the Josh Harrison signing, <clears throat> how do we feel about the bench filling out and sort of formulating behind our starting nine? Paul? I mean, I, I was going to say, I think that, you know, I forget who said it, if it was you or someone else at work, but someone said, this is a trade that, that competitive teams make, right? You got to trade mm-hmm. the guys that the team loves. And I think that with, you know, you're going to have Harrison and uh, Sosa on the bench, You'll have a lefty option in Derek Hall for, you know, a late game pinch hitting situation. If you want to worry about lefty righty along with, uh, I think Jake Cave's going to be the fourth outfielder to Bryce gets back. Right. Uh, so. Supposedly. I'm not too comfortable with that. I really would love Ortiz to just take I off. Too. And, or even Johan Rojas. Jimmy Rojas. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, either one of them, even Muziati, no Cody Clemens. <laughs> I can't stand it. He was like literally they threw him in there. If you if any one of our viewers has ever played MLB the show, it's like you're trading for an A potential player 
or an A rated player, you give them a B, you're really close. You throw in that D or that F just to make it a fair trade in the <laughs> oh, eyes that's... of in the eyes of the trade algorithm that MLB the show is so broken and is so wrong. But that is literally what the Gregory Soto trade was in that a is lot of respect. Disrespectful down to all the D players if you say Cody Clemens is in that class. There's no Cody shot. Clemens is a D-rated he's player. He's like if, if F- I was if this was a video he's an F- game, minus. Which... he's F minus. He doesn't even get the F. He's an F minus. He's an F minus. So I'm I'm basically giving him too much credit, is what you're telling me. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So in in the end, I agree, Paul. I think that we do have plenty of bats to go around, but when it comes to fielding, obviously, you know, we kind of broke baseball. In a lot of ways, yeah, we don't uh, need last... defense. Ball goes boom. Ball goes. And that's boom. okay. You know, you don't need to, as we've seen, like play stellar defense. And I think we'll be better this year. Hey, hey, listen. If two third, if we win two thirds of the games more often than not, like two thirds of every like series by do doing things like, oh, we're gonna win ten zero, we're gonna lose five zero, and then we're gonna win fifteen to zero. I, I, I'm gonna be Cheers. okay with that at the end of the day. Um. You know, do I want to get no hit every time we get blanked? No, but like I just, you know, it's still a sore spot. I know it is for a lot Dude, of that us. was brutal. That was brutal to watch, man. Oh, game four, that was. Oh, was that post the Meek Mill like? Concert, yeah, that was that the Meek. Game? That was the Meek Mill. Game. So they did the most for that. I think weren't we wearing powder blues? Right, and then we got no hit. And I don't. Crazy. I don't know if we were wearing powder. Blues no, it was, it was a Thursday. Game it was. Five. It was. The, I think it was the. It was. Was it the game Sundays? Five. I thought it was game five. That was. It was. It was game it's four. Game four. All right. Yeah, I thought it, was it was game, game four. Five. So it it had to be the pinstripes or. But the hype was insane. It was. I mean, like it was the World <laughs> Series. The hype was insane. Yeah. But yeah. like, no. <clears throat> anyway. How I I don't know how Cole Dylan like how do you feel like this is going to pan out like bench wise obviously we're biding our time until Harper comes back I think that this team has already proven that they can win without him and is good enough without him because yeah. honestly honest to God if you think about it names like Schwarber and Castellanos should be technically that's like having that's like a super team in and of itself just having those two doing it all on their own I am very high on Castellanos having a a rebound year like I I expect 35 home runs 325 we're like I'm very optimistic about this man coming back, especially after the wrist injury. Like I'm hoping that this offseason. This is his MO. You know, this is I kind of struggle first year in a new spot and then I then I bounce back. Like you're saying though, I think it's and like what Paul said, it's a you know, the the trade and getting rid of uh Veerling and Mainton, it's a trade that competitive teams make. And I feel like we're making, especially this offseason, you know, moves from a point of strength rather than a point of weakness and we're signing more proven players and we're doing more. So it's, and it should be harder and harder to make our roster. You know, it should be a really tough thing to be on the rainy national league champions bench. It will be interesting because especially as you move into the, into the outfield, you know, who fills in those roles with the cave and whatnot. But then I think from a hitting perspective, it's it's just about supporting Bryson Stott potentially and or Reese Hoskins. Not saying that Alec will be unreal, 
Um, and hopefully Trey will be solid, but it's okay. If, if Bryson Stott struggles and this is a, a hate thing, I, I want Bryson Stott to be great. I want him to be awesome. I want him to hit lefties. Well, I want him to hit righties. Well, but if any of those guys are to struggle, is it Sosa who comes in? Where does Harrison fill in? Where do these guys slot <clears throat> in behind us? And it's, it's very interesting. You know, you have to have them, but like yeah. who gets the majority of those off the bench bats? Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. I think Dalton Guthrie should be the fourth outfielder when it comes to yeah. this. I think it, it, it's it's obvious, like outside of Marsh, Castellanos and Schwarber, like they're going to make Marsh bad against lefties. He's going to have to learn how to hit against lefties, like period. If he wants to, to be, it, I mean, no, it, it really is what it is, because like at the end of the day, he was a high rated center field prospect. He's a great contact hitter. He's adjusted his swing. It's, he's definitely tweaked some things to be that elite center fielder that mm-hmm. we've been craving since the days of Shane Victorino. I know we had that one blip year of Odubel Herrera being somewhat okay in an all-star, but when it comes to when it comes to filling in the infield, Josh Harrison and, and Muno. Sosa are not slouches by any mean, and they could fill in anywhere from second short to third. Derek Hall, if he's a permanent bench bat, he's our first baseman if we need him. Like at the end of the day, like I, I know that Derek Hall's fielding is probably even worse than Reese Hoskins is, but it's at the end of the day, if he's needed, we have at least someone semi. Good. Like, to be quite honest, I I know I told Paul this in the absurd, and I know I think I told you guys this, the absurd world where we would have gotten Gregory Soto and Spencer Torkelson in that trade. Uh, that would have been ridiculous. I know. I know. See, it's a you, dream. No, you're overly biased against Reese. That's why you wanted Torkelson. I'm not even think, overly biased. I don't think anyone else would have wanted a World Series. Are you a Reese sympathizer, Paul? I'm not no, a Reese sympathizer. Not. I he's think not. Reese that did his job. You know what I mean? I think he's Hoskins... Not. Showed up okay. when you needed him to. I know he had a rough game two in Atlanta, but he showed up in game three. He showed up against the Padres. He showed up when he needed to show up. When you called on his number, I mean, he had two game tying home runs in game four against the Padres. Like he did what he had to do. Now he's in a contract year and we're in a win now mode. I think he's got a fire under his ass this season. It's true. Do you think he's I our first baseman uh, of the next five years? I think for $15 million, he is. I think anything more than that, and it, it's. Yeah, too, too much, much. It's for what overpay. he provides. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a mad overpay. If uh, like I mean, and the thing is, of that five year extension that he gets, I say maybe two or three of them, he'll be a competent enough bat. Yeah, you know, and because he's, he's twenty nine, he's thirty one. Yeah, he's he's oldest Bryce. Yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty one. Yeah, Hoskins. Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying 31 years old he's i know now at the end of this year he'll be 31 and i'm just like you're gonna give him what like a four-year extension like if they give him four years 80 million like a schwarber contract Ooh. i'm gonna be like that that would that would you know sign me away put bury me now like i like that would be i can't the deal worst thing more years i can't because, deal like more years i know i know but the thing is like if you sign him for four more years I doubt we get Nola back. You know That's what? That's the thing that scares me. Yeah. I, would almost I don't think Tommy you can make Joseph. that trade off. Bring back really Tommy don't. Joseph over Reese. I literally, you say any Tommy Joseph, Cameron Rupp, <laughs> Cody Ashy, anything. But, dude, you don't, you don't want to talk about the elite 63 win team from 2015? 
No, I don't. Oh, I still have, have, have my Cesar Hernandez. You know what that team led to? That Cesar was good? I loved him. No, Cesar was actually a very competent yes, player. I actually totally like – I will not hear yeah. any Cesar Hernandez was, slander on this pod. No, it was literally 2015 with Cesar and Nola against the world. It was great. It was, and and, and uh, Herrera whoa, 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 when he was actually – I will not take any positivity on that name. All right. Li- we're, listen. Setting, we're setting ground rules on my first day, okay? Okay, listen, I'm not a Herrera supporter by any means, but he did have an all-star <laughs> nod, and granted he was the only one because we had to send someone that, <laughs> that, you know what i mean like that's that's really what it was it's like Gregory Soto for, the, for the tigers last year yeah. you know so um but the thing is at, at the end of the day mike you know with this starting rotation and with our depth as a whole is concerning a little bit i think we do have people that can come up and do what they need to do but it's whether or not thompson and the organization is going to trust doing that like i think we have a lot of really great rotation pieces within our farm system that are really close to major league level that if we if nola goes at the end of 2023 if wheeler doesn't get re-signed at the end of 2024 we still have walker and suarez and then we could literally fill in painter abel mcgarry uh pan if you really need him by 2025 or trade i still think we could and maybe this sounds premature but you could really trade uh mcgarry or you'd rather not trade painter or um able able but if there's three of them that are ready and there's two spots you know what i mean you could move one of them the least of them for something potentially in conjunction with someone else but it's hard to say when you've never really seen any of them play yet yeah i mean it's like how how do you just then move like your top three pitching prospects yeah it depends on what's going to happen. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm really intrigued spring training wise, you know, how our fifth starter. And we talked about this last pod, the fifth starter, who's it going to be? Is it going to be, you know, Bailey Falter? Is it going to be Andrew Painter? Is it going to be Micah Bell? I know, like, I, I feel like Micah Bell's a year away. I feel like Me Painter's too. the most major league ready. I think he's a year and a half, two years. Year and a half. Yeah. really that much. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think that's not little... as high. I'm not as high on him. I, I'm higher on him than McGarry. That, that's mm. a good That's yeah. a I think that's a Gary's given. a bullpen guy. He's not gonna... I, I agree. Yeah. I think he's gonna be a long reliever. I think he's what mm. Connor Brogdon started out as, and then mm. Connor Brogdon was apparently given this middle relief role for some reason. Thank I don't you, know why. Yeah. Is McGarry a velo guy? Is he looking ninety five to ninety seven? Yeah, he okay. he get, he gets up to ninety six to ninety seven. Yeah. Velo now, that's normal. Yeah, that's like that's six. yeah, like you know I mean, what I mean. Paint, though he's not a low nineties guy. He's uh, not man. like he's not like uh, the Jesus, the second coming of Jesus, that is <laughs> Ranger Suarez, my oh, boy, yeah. in the low to mid nineties. That's just. Getting them ground balls, you know what I'm saying? He sits 94, though, with that sinker sometimes. And it's I know, nice. he does. Uh, Matt, oh, what know, do you think, you know What are your thoughts? Matt, I know, I know. You want to keep him down, right? No, I'm the opposite, Matt. My thoughts really? You've is... changed. No, I've never. What? This has always been my take on it. <laughs> no, 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 no. When we signed Walker, you told me you're, there's no reason to bring up Painter. Opposite, opposite. There's no reason to keep him down. He's got okay. nothing left to prove at Triple Like He's got nothing to prove against minor league bats, I feel. Put him up at the major league level. If he gets roughed up, 
send him back down, give him things to work on. But he's not going to be able to work on anything if he's just blowing 98 past everybody at, at double and triple A. It's a great me, point, but the only the only thought, Paul, and, and I agree, what do you think about pitch count for someone who's 19 years old and has never pitched more than 100 innings? Like, I think how he's going to get an innings limit regardless of what level he's at. If it's double yeah. A, triple A majors, he's going to have an inning limit. He's 20 this year. Like, they're not going to yeah. let him go he's 200 so innings. And, yeah, they're going to want him to be big league elite around, like, you know, that 23 to 28 spot where, you know, Nola and, and Wheeler hit yeah. their hit their stride. So I don't think they're going to let him go 200 innings, blow out his elbow, start getting Tommy Johns. <laughs> I, you know, they'll put him on the yeah. counter probably regardless. Yeah. Could yeah. he then contribute in October anyways or no if he's on the limit? I think yeah, you I, can. It depends on what 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 are you talking about limit? Are we talking innings limit or pitch count? I think innings limit. I don't think innings. the pitch. So counts. like, are we going to give him like the Spence? Uh, what's his name? Spencer, Spencer Howard. Howard Howard treatment. Oh, where you give him three to four innings and then take him out. No, That's see, I don't thing. think it's got to go game by game. I think you say 120 innings for the season. Yeah. Whatever you hit I that, which, I like one of Strasburg one. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, personally, I, I, I think yeah. And personally, I think that Andrew Painter is the second coming of Justin Verlander. And He's a freak. I think, no, I, I really do think wait. so. Like, so Justin, and the thing is, who gave Justin Verlander his start? David Dombrowski mm. with the Tigers. So I'm just like, and at 19 to 20 years old, they're I, itching I to do it. I yeah. Mean, they He's not Bryson, afraid to do it. He's done it. Home from AA. Like, that's their MO. Yeah, that's wanna, his MO. You don't want to shatter his confidence at all. Yeah, that yeah. that you know, is could, that is my. You know, he gets story. shot in his first game, giving up six runs and like an inning and a third. Like, you know, that's gonna be that's Spencer Howard like right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the thing is, back. imagine if we let Bailey Falter pitch more than two thirds of an inning in the playoffs. Like that dude. Like, <laughs> I, like I have less. I have less faith in Bailey Falter than I do Andrew Painter. At the end, do of you the guys day. think there could be a world in which they? It, are like opener closer in the same game most games. I don't know if that's that works though. You know, if it's like a five A B. I mean, personally, I want to see how Falter does. Yeah. For three to five starts in the five starting role. Totally. I want to see that, and then like, I want to start Painter in AAA for at least a month. Bring him up in May. Like I like that's what I would want to do. No matter how well he does in spring training this year, yeah, I think that Falter deserves at least a month. If his ERA is like above like three or four, call Painter up. That's all I'm saying. He's got plenty of options. He gets five options or six options in a season. Call him up. That's yeah, that's. Falter's going to be your Kyle Gibson guy, who's just going to kind of be a back end innings eater, and I think yeah. that that's a good role for like. He that has a couple of innings where he showed up and he gives you six solid innings. And then yeah. he has the days where he gets lit up in three and a third. I think you need some good innings. You need people like that in your organization. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's all the Orioles are going to use Kyle Gibson for this year. They, I mean, they have basically eight people that could start for them at this point. Hey, man, <laughs> rotation. Let's do it, guys. <laughs> I mean, I hey. think that. Well-rested players. I know. I know. I agree. You know, it would it would be the the cinder guard rotation of his dreams. It really would be. <laughs> um, but on a more uh hype note, I'm very excited about the world baseball classic. 
we got three fit we have more than three we have uh three phillies playing for team usa we have one playing for the dr one or two playing for the dr and then a couple are, playing for Venezuela. DR? uh dominguez uh-oh um yeah, so Dominguez is playing for the DR. We got Real Muto, Schwarber, and Turner all playing for Team USA, even though Turner hasn't basically touched a Phillies jersey since he signed. Um, and, you know, uh, I think we also have – I think Alvarado and um, – who else am I thinking? Soto or maybe Suarez are tempted are, – are, Suarez uh, should be on Team Venezuela. I think it – I think, I think it's Suarez. I think it's Suarez. Suarez and Alvarado are both gunning for a spot uh, for Venezuela. Gunning for a spot? Put them on the team. Come on. Don't, hey, don't listen. Forget Garrett Stubbs is in Israel. Hey, oh, yeah. And Garrett Stubbs is in Israel. All right. I had a friend um, who played for Team Israel. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> listen. There, we, we actually, surprisingly, like, it's crazy. Both of our catchers are going to be gone. Oh, and Walker's playing for Mexico. I forgot about that. Um, Walker, so wait, Taiwan Walker's pitching for Mexico. Um, is, is, he Mexico? <laughs> is he is he Mexican? Yes, it's something about because Garrett Stubbs isn't from Israel. It's something about your heritage. it's it's heritage. If like you Christian Yelich is playing for Japan, like you can play for your your ethnic. Uh, okay. Wait, has he gotcha, said gotcha. he's actually playing for Japan, or he's just eligible to play? I believe Japan. he's just eligible. I don't know if he's actually playing because I yeah, know because like Shelly I know Lars Newbar, Lars Newbar of the St. Louis Cardinals, he's playing for Team Japan because his uh, I believe it's his mom or his dad is Japanese. Oh, that's, so, a, that, that's a curveball. I know you're gonna see. You're gonna see, yo. You're gonna see Yoshida, Seiya Suzuki, Newt Bar. No, <laughs> yeah, it makes, it makes total sense. Galich is playing for Japan. He already confirmed it. Really? Wow. That's oh what I'm God. reading. That's, that's wild. Wow. That team, like, no, listen, this is 2023. Yeah, he's playing. I'm for gonna Japan. be honest with you. Japan, DR, USA. That that's the top three right there. Those teams, those rosters are incredible. Um, I see. I'm like, looking, I'm looking I at see, uh, Team USA. It looks good. It does look good. The only thing I'm concerned about is the starting pitching in in more yeah. of the relievers, more or less. Let's I not like talk about older. that. Let's focus on the positives here. <laughs> right? Yeah, I I think Team USA is going to uh, enlist the strategy of ball goes boom, as Paul said, uh, because that lineup is absolutely one. dirty. Um. But, you know, the World Baseball Classic starts early March. It's going to be a couple of weeks long. You know, some of these players are probably going to take a day off to travel back from my. Well, actually, they won't have to go far because this isn't the final in Miami. I thought it was Arizona. Is it Arizona? One of the two. It's, one, it's, either, it's either the uh, Diamondbacks or the Marlins. Yeah, I think it final. is Miami. It is yeah. Miami. So... You know they won't have to go far. All the national, like like all the East guys, are just gonna have to go right, travel right back to where spring training is for like the last week or so, more or less. We and we then, oh sorry, we opened the tournament 10 p.m. Saturday, March 11th against Great Britain. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh that's, man, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a a, a revolutionary I can't, rivalry. I can't to wait watch. to yes, can't wait yes. to call my family over there and be like, hey, your team is about to just get dismantled. <laughs> dude, Schwarber leads like gets four for four home runs. Yeah, dude. Against Paul RBIs. 
<laughs> it's good. Is there a mercy rule in the WBC? I don't even know. I don't know. No, man. Be Let it be a slaughter. Come on. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber, the pitcher. It's going to happen. Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> the pitcher. We're finally going to get the second coming of Babe Ruth. <laughs> no, we're going to get the second coming of Shohei Otani. True. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, the World Baseball Classic is going to be really exciting. I think it's more exciting this time around because. If you think about it, I think back to 2017, a lot of the guys that were playing in 2017 for Team USA, it was a mixed bag of retired people, veterans, and a a few (laughs) younger people. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It seems more legitimate now in this this year because we have so many major leaguers actually deciding to compete. Well, it's young talent still. Yeah, but I mean – Harper was still going to be on Team USA if he hadn't gotten Tommy John. So That would have been a huge addition, too. Because, you know, no, he I know. that up. Harper, Harper coming into the season hot. Schwarber's coming into the season hot. Yeah. All the Philly players. Yeah. The only person it, – it's basically going to be like Marsh and Castellanos are going to hold down the home the home ground for <laughs> it in Clearwater. And uh, – they're gonna basically, we're they're gonna be waiting around for the boys, the minor yeah, leaguers. Listen, going to yo, training, going, yo, where is everybody? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, Lee. The Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs are gonna get a lot of looks in Clearwater this year. That's <laughs> wow, all I'm gonna, gonna say. Every opportunity, to make <laughs> every opportunity to <laughs> succeed for Scotty Jetpacks. Yo, shout out to, <laughs> to Scotty Kinger. You would think he gets a roster spot. I don't think so. Hell I no. don't think. No way. <laughs> Hell did you, no. see, did you see Topper very politely say no in a presser a couple weeks ago? Did he? No, I didn't. <laughs> Topper very politely. Like, he didn't say no. He's like, we're going to give him an, his, you know, shot in spring. And he basically said, like, no way without saying no way. <laughs> I mean, there's – hey, listen. There's a reason why, like – you know, Marsh and Guthrie are getting brought around. Guthrie's got a spot. Like he's got he's got to work, <laughs> yeah. but Guthrie's Guthrie's, Guthrie's that fourth or fifth outfielder, however you want to do it. I think honestly, I feel like we could have gotten someone better than Jake Cave. I, I don't I don't think we great can, name. Honestly. I've never heard of him in my life. But great name. His name's twins. Jake Cave. He he's he's been around it was for a the long twins. time. He was, yeah. uh, was a two sixty hitter and then he climbed. Kind of plummeted. And I'm just like you're telling me that the Phillies couldn't get anyone and there's no one in our farm system that could really just be a fifth outfielder? Like, I mean, si- Simon Muziotti came up. Uh, no. He's a contact fielding guy, but he's not a power hitter. I think he, he's he got really good contact numbers. He's very similar to Marshawn. So, on the catching end of things, but. Here, I'll give you the quote. I just found it. Um Scotty's a highly talented guy. He got oh, a little boy. sideways there for a bit. Maybe we can get him back and get him going. Was the exact quote from Topper about King. <laughs> That's a lot more like, than no, I had but him. we'll see. So when he's not going to be with his very talented guy. Yeah. Oh no, he's going to be showing up to the single A games in his Ferrari or whatever. He's going to be doing. It. What did he get? Wasn't it like what was it five years, seventy five million too? Six six twenty four, I think. Six twenty four. God, yeah. I was way off. Jeez. Um, but like, yeah, this is the last year of that deal, and then he becomes a free agent. And thank, I, I thank God for that. We don't have to have him on the books anymore. Mm. I rather just like take advantage of the MLB draft this year and the international signing money that we got, and yeah. just haul it in. Just 
fill him in. Fill in everywhere that needs someone. Just put him in. Like we don't, we don't, we don't need him. So, but anyway, I think there's a lot of excitement surrounding the World Baseball Classic. The Phillies starting the year. Uh, they will be starting the year in Texas um in arlington against the rangers and it's probably going to be zach wheeler versus jacob Degrom on that first game not gonna lie which oh is boy. What, what an incredible opening day matchup wow. what if we all go down there or we can go <laughs> what if we do a group trip down up to new york man dude i'm trying to go to the yankees phillies game yeah you uh, want to do it week. i'm 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 already planning this i'm, like, I'm a way ahead of you. are you guys so, going wait are i'm you definitely going, going to, to new york for training? that no, no. I might, I might do a one day trip. Wait, when New York I still, for what? No, so the second series of the year before the home opener is Phillies versus Yankees in New York. We have two road series. Yeah. Six games. Yo, you win an NL pennant and you get to start off on the road. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the AL. Oh, come on. Dude, we start off on the road and we finish on the road. Yeah. Really? Yeah, our yeah. final series ah. is in Queens for a three-game no. set against the Mets. We play the Mets, I think, twice in September and October. Like, September I, and October. That's yeah. Because yeah. well, we, we play in the week before. We play four at home. And against the Pirates. And then three against the Pirates when we go back That's to good. New York. Yeah. But the thing is, before the Mets, it's literally, it's like Cardinals, Braves, Mets, Pirates, Mets. Yeah. On the final That's series. It's like, that could be a big division. You know, it's going to be a huge. title game. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. gosh. Um. So, yes. I think all for now, I'd like to thank Paul for uh, – being our uh, newly minted guest on the pod, no, uh, we hope to have him back. Support. We we hope to have him back on another episode in the future in the near future. So uh, please like, subscribe, watch, listen, and in our next episode, we will be announcing the winner of our sweepstakes that we had in our previous episode. Uh, so listen to the previous episode and like, subscribe, etc. and. We will let you know who the winner is. Sweet. This is the two. This is the two one five Seamer podcast. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good night, thanks, guys. <laughs>